Hello and welcome to Killing It the Crimecast. This is a special little mini-sode we like to call Killing It Quickly. Yes, we do. I am Sam. I am Lux. And we are going to do some quick killing. And this time it's not because I'm abroad, it's because Sam's a busy boy. Yeah, I'm Makes super a nice change, busy. Huh? Yeah, it's the first time we've done a Killing It. This is the fourth one. This is the fourth minis episode. And uh, they've all been because of you. Yeah. Also... This isn't quite housekeeping. I'm just insanely excited about it. This is the maiden voyage of my new audio interface. I know that's so boring. Maiden voyage. To everyone, yeah. I know that's so boring to everyone else, but I am so excited. It's, it is Basically, that means fancy. we now have a big red box instead of a small silver box and makes the sound noises better. You make it sound so much less romantic than it actually is. Is it romantic? It's a little romantic. On the housekeeping note, I would just like to say thank you to Lisa Lebo, who sent us a very nice set of emails. Lisa, we will be responding to you in video format on the Patreon page. Yes, we will. Um, we uh, She said that we, she wanted to see what we looked like. And, and whether us, we had any video. And whether we had any video things. Podcasts, and yeah. she asked us a bunch of questions in very quick fire succession. So I'm thinking we're going to film some sort of small game show-esque question answering. Yeah. It'll be good. That'll be available for our patrons. That'll be on your Patreon. Yes. And also she said that she'd quite like some t-shirts and that's the first t-shirt request we've had. So if you actually want these, let me know. And if we have multiple people who want them, maybe I'll set up a threadless or something. Yeah. I don't know. At the moment, nobody cares. Uh, except for Lisa. <laughs> we might put like so. a poll up or something. And if enough people say they want one, we'll make a really limited run yeah. and you guys can get a t-shirt. Yeah. There are two t-shirts of ours that exist in the world. They're so scratchy though. And they're ours. Oh. We got them from one company and it was not good. We'll no, find it, was, good it was a test run to see if we could order them from this company and they're I, so scratchy. I buy my clothes based 90% on how soft they are yeah. and no, no other reason. Yeah. And that's why we haven't worn them yet in public. Exactly. And also I'd be walking around with my face on my chest. Yeah, but you love it. I kind of do. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we're going to get started. I'm going to go first because I went first. Uh, I went second last time. Last time we did a killing it quickly. Yeah, yes. last time we did a killing it quickly. Oh, yes. So I am going to do a gentleman named Armin Muse. Or Meow Mowers. Meow. Catman. I don't know. Yeah. It's M-E-I. Are you impressed by my cat noises? That was an incredible cat noises. Um, M-E-I-W-E-S. Mewes. Muse. I'm going to go with Muse. That's fine. So, uh, this is a bit, uh, there is a content warning for this. This is, it gets a little graphic, but this is such a ridiculous story. So, he was born December 1st, 1961, and he, he is, still currently, a Ooh. computer repair technician from Germany. So, cheeky little Armin had the idea, had a little idea at the back of his mind, something that he always wanted to, to do. So, like, I, I really want to learn how to make sourdough bread. No. Yeah, I know you hate it. I love it. Your story has bread in it. My story has bread in it. No, my that's just my thing. Oh, okay. That's not him. Oh, I, like, oh, okay. I, I, I want to do that. I also want to build a bed from scratch. I'd love to do that. Just, like, little projects that I hope to get round to one day. Armin had this, but he really wanted to eat a man. I know this case. Do you? Yeah. Well, it's actually the case that inspired the IT crowd episode where a cannibal wants to eat moss. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Um, but you, do you know the details of this yes, case? Yes, I do. I can tell you the case right now if you'd like. I mean, I'd, I'd rather you didn't. Maybe I'll chime in as the story goes uh, along. Actually, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Or we could do a bit of a question and answer. Ooh, see how much I remember. Yeah, okay, okay, All okay. Right. Okay, so uh, Armin wanted to eat a man. 
Yes. He went on a popular website, which is a website for people with cannibal fetishes. Mm. What was the website called? Well, I don't remember that bit. Oh. Oh, come on. No. No? No. It was called The Cannibal Cafe. I knew that. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Oh, I like this. It's like serial chillers, but just yeah, oh, yeah. the two of us. So he posted that he was looking for a well-built 18 to 30-year-old to be slaughtered and then consumed. Very to the point. Ask me the next question. Oh, hang on. What? Which is how old was the person who responded? I don't, oh, mate, I don't actually know. He was one. older was than he? the age bracket. He lied. And he also lied about his weight. He was fatter than he actually was. <laughs> um, but he just super wanted to be eaten. So he wrote in anyway. He was like, <laughs> literally, he he catfished this guy. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's true. I think I thought that a lot of people said yes, but then like backed out. No, but the, the and he was the only one who didn't actually back out. He's, the only one who didn't back out was a catfish. In in terms of he didn't look the way he said he looked. He was older and fatter. I thought it was that um, he applied. Like why don't you tell? Job. Why don't you tell the story? Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Because we're we're jumping the gun here. Yeah. So quite a few people responded, but backed out until finally burned Jurgen Armando Brandes mm. replied. He was an engineer from Berlin and responded to the ad in 2001. And this is where it gets real gross. And you know this, you mm. know it gets real mm-hmm. gross. But because apparently, according to you, this is quite a famous case. Like I, super famous. I heard like stories about it, but I didn't know the details. So I oh, was like, like I'm gonna do it. super famous. So the two men made a video of their meeting and subsequent messed up shit. Uh, Byrne swallowed 20 sleeping pills and a bottle of cough syrup. And then with his consent... Armin severed Burns' penis. Mm. Oh, so rough. Delicious. Uh, Burned then tried to eat some of his own raw penis, but couldn't because it was tough. And literally, as he put it, it was too chewy. Yep. It's literally so weird. And then didn't they try and cook it and it just shriveled up? Oh, well, wait. Well, we're getting to that. Oh, okay. We're getting to that. Uh, so he then, Armin then turned his culinary, ex- culinary expertise to Burns' penis. Mm. And he fried it in a pan with salt, pepper, wine, and garlic. I like all of those things. I know, right? But it was too overcooked to eat. Um, so this is a really, really bad joke, and no, it's really what bad. Are you do? It's really bad. But here we go. So this is two characters. Oh my god, is it a cock or van joke? No, because it's cock in wine. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's actually how you cook cock or van. That's amazing. Yeah. Are the you proud a- of me? Look at me making a good joke, mate. That's actually a great pun. I know. Do you think he thought that while he was cooking it? <laughs> How do you cook cock? Yeah. No, this is my joke. My joke's a lot worse than that. Oh, okay. I just thought of it and I was like, it's so bad. I have to put it in. So these two people, oh, hey, Armin, how's it going? Yeah, good. I just tried to eat a man's penis. Oh, oh, really? How was it? Burned. <laughs> the guy's name was Burned. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so mine was better. Re- yeah, it was. No big deal. Absolutely. <laughs> um, because it was uh, inedible, the uh, the penis. The penis. Armin chopped it up into pieces and fed it to his dog. Mm. Yeah, he's like, I took your testicles, but here's a penis to make up for it. <laughs> um, Armin then ran burned a bath and he began to read a Star Trek book. Really? Yeah. I knew we read him a story. I didn't know it was Star Trek. Yeah, Aww. a Star Trek book. Little nerds. He checked back on burned every 15 minutes. Um... I mean, there's not a lot worse he can get. I'm not really sure what he's checking for. Uh, Burned, still alive, got out of the bath after a while, after a couple of hours, but collapsed almost instantly due to blood loss and fell unconscious. 
Armin dragged Bernd upstairs, said a prayer, and then killed him by stabbing him in the throat. Ooh. I know, it's super rough. He hung the body on a meat hook and dismembered the body. Literally, this, this is all on film, yeah, you know? Yeah, the whole, I was literally about to say that, that Wait. was so weird. Literally, the whole thing was on video. Uh, the event took four hours in total, and the whole thing was documented. In his court case, the jury was shown the video, but it was never released to the public. So do you know if the whole four hours was shown to the jury? Because I thought it was just snippets. The whole four hours. Oh, my God. They were God. made to watch the entire thing. They had to. The whole thing. Unedited. Oh, my God. Mad messed up. So Armin stored the body parts in the freezer, mm. uh, hidden by pizza boxes, and ate the corpse over the next 10 months. Didn't he feed some to his dog as well? Or was it just the penis? I think it was, I'm sure he fed some of it. Yeah. Like he's got a bit of meat lying around. Dog's hungry. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Um, he consumed around 20 kilos of it. That's 44 pounds for people in America. 20 kilos. It's a lot of meat. Yeah. That's I mean, a lot then again, of meat. It's over 10 months. So, I mean, it's not that bad. Also, how did it not go real bad over 10 months? It's frozen. Yeah, it's frozen, but it's not. You know, it's going to go bad. It's still meat. Anyway, he was arrested in December 2002 when college students informed the police that there was a fucking dude posting about a second person. Oh, yeah. Like he wanted to do it again. Because he would have gotten away with it if, it, yeah. if he'd just left it. So uh, the police searched his house, obviously, because they were just like, this guy's asking to eat people. Um, and they found the body parts and the videotape. On January 30th, 2004, he was convicted of manslaughter and got eight years in prison. Only eight? Yeah, eight years, because it was all consensual. That's the craziest bit. It's yeah, manslaughter. True. true. You ready? Okay, so that's the story, but you ready for the final fact? Yeah. He has since become a vegetarian. Really? Yep. That's, yeah, so that's the story. That's so... F I can't believe he was just like, that's enough meat for me. Yeah. And just stopped. Yeah, it's so weird. Super weird. Yeah, awesome. Right, should we jump onto yours? Yeah, I've got two stories, because they're both quite short, but they are the... Um, Bread and butter of murder weapons, shall we say. Is that going to be a really bad pun? No. <laughs> uh -huh. In 2011, Rosaria Nicosia called the authorities and reported that her ex-husband, Calegero Lococo, <laughs> had drunkenly... He's the victim, don't laugh. No, it's, it's an awesome name. It I'm is, not laughing it at it. I'm, cool. laughing, I'm laughing with it. Had... Uh, drunkenly shown up at her house, which she shared with her lover, Gaetano Buindo, and attacked them. She said that after he attacked them, he'd collapsed to the ground and was dead. She tried to pass this off as death by natural causes. What had actually happened was that Rosaria and Gaetano had tied Collegero to a chair with electrical cables and had suffocated him until he died. How, you ask? Was How, there, I ask? I'm not finished with the sentence that you're asking. Oh, okay. Was there no evidence of suffocation at the crime scene? How on earth was there no evidence of suffocation at the crime scene? And how did authorities believe the initial report that it was a natural death? And that as well. Because Rosaria and Gaetano had not used your standard strangling method. They suffocated him by shoving butter down his throat. <laughs> Their thinking was that the butter would melt in Lococo's esophagus before a medical examination was carried out. However, the coroner found a fatty substance in the victim's esophagus and in his trachea. Unable to butter up the prosecution, the couple was arrested and imprisoned. Come on. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. It's like the icicle 
trick. You know how people are like, perfect oh, yeah, murder yeah. weapon is an icicle because it'll melt. They did that, but with butter and it didn't work. It just didn't work. No. That's ridiculous. You ready for my next one? I'm, I'm ready for the next one. What do you think this one involves? I, it's, it's bread, isn't it? No. Does someone get, get killed with bread? No. You've already told me one of your cases had bread in it. No. <laughs> in January of 1988, Sir Reginald Hemsley Doddingdale... Jesus, there's some good names in this. (laughs) ...was found dead from blunt force trauma to the back of the head. A piece of pumpernickel bread was found near the body and is believed to be the murder weapon. It was said to have had the approximate hardness of an anvil. Back up, what? Bread with the approximate hardness of an anvil? Yes, sir. That's what blacksmiths smith on. I know. That's so ridiculous. It is unknown whether the bread was overbaked in order to make for a murder weapon or if someone was intending to eat it. (laughs) The Wilson Daily Times used the headline, Bread You Can't Beat With a Hammer. (laughs) And an investigating officer said that this was the worst case of pumpernickeling he'd ever seen. (laughs) And he also said the poor chap never knew what hit him because it was bread that hit him. And the last little... So they didn't, they've never found the murderer. They just found the weapon. Right. And then I found a blog entry. There was very little about these two cases, which is why I'm telling two yeah, yeah. and they're just short. But I found a blog entry, which was, I assume, written by an American, because they said that pumpernickel bread being routinely eaten by Brits might, quote, offer at least a partial explanation for the stereotypically unsightly state of dentition of the majority of Brits who are not members of the royal family. That is a sick burn. That is brutal. Yeah. America. Yeah, fair enough. You guys do have lovely teeth. Yeah, thanks. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So those are my two cases. (laughs) I've actually got a little extra bit. You do? Um, Yeah, this is just to close things out, to finish up. Um, I might make this a regular thing. I might not. But I just thought it'd be fun to, at the end, just have a couple of ridiculous deaths. Not necessarily crimes. Like obituaries of yeah, so-and-so died like, from just this person's swallowing name a fly. Died from, oh my God, wow, that's so close to the first one. Really? That's insanely close. No. Yeah, it's crazy. Right, so to close up, I have three ridiculous deaths. Ridiculous deaths, ridiculous deaths. Sam's going to tell us about some ridiculous deaths. That's a good jingle. That's what, well, that's what I'm going to sing at the end whenever you do By this. the way, guys, we're real close to getting a name and a jingle for the game. Real close. Are we? Oh yeah, we're real close. By that, we mean your real clothes. Your real clothes. Oh, it, was I... your, it was your idea. You want to use my yeah, idea? Yeah, I want to use your idea. Yes! Yeah, we're going to use your idea. He said no initially. No, I said I said it's the best contender, but let's wait. Yeah, but yeah. But now it's still the best contender, so absolutely yes. We Heck will be revealing yeah. that once I have a jingle. Yes! So, here are three ridiculous deaths. Edward Archibald choked to death during a cockroach eating contest. Why does that exist? And why was there no medics on hand? Well, it's very simple, Lux. It's it's because we need to know who can eat the most cockroaches. <laughs> we must know. That's it's it's a very simple answer to your question. I'm a fool. I apologize. Continue. So the next death is Takuya Nagaya. He began to slither on the floor and claimed he had become a snake. <laughs> Wait, this is probably one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay. He died after his dad headbutted him for two days in an attempt to drive the snake spirit out that had possessed his son. Um, you know what I'm wondering? What? 
if his son was slithering around like a snake, did he have to get on the floor on his belly to headbutt him? The answer to that, and I think you know, is a all obviously yes. So there were just two men slithering on the floor, bashing heads. Yeah. I love it. And he killed his son by headbutting him for two days. Yeesh. I know I shouldn't laugh, but that's so messed well, up. Well, technically, Sam, he didn't kill his son. He killed a snake. He did, actually. And there's you no, must respect there's his no crime for killing a snake. And finally, my favourite, Peter Robinson slipped on ice and drowned in his cat's water bowl. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. That's it. That's how I'm going to go, isn't it? That's how you're going to go. That's how I want to go. Actually, Mira really, Mira's my cat. He really likes sitting on my face as I sleep. I'll probably die of suffocation from that. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just cover him in butter. <laughs> and that'll just be a double whammy. You've got no chance after that. No chance. Death by buttery cat. Uh. I mean, it was pretty disgusting already. I just phrased it buttery cat. Anyway, I think we should probably finish. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's fuck off, shall we? All right, see you guys later. Bye.